Welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Join national presenter and consultant Rory Rowland as he discusses another aspect of powerful coaching and how it transforms people to improve your organization. Welcome to Coaching for Potential. Welcome, Rory. Thank you, Paul. It's great to be here this evening. I'm glad you're back to give us all the tips of coaching, how we can make it better, and really tap into your experience of coaching. What led you to caring so much about coaching? Just to see the transformation in people and, and to see the stories that happen with folks. Um, this last week, I was work, working with a client and, and just the vast amount of stories that they had that were success stories from the coaching process. Because you know managers, a lot of times, will tell people you know what to do. But what's most powerful with coaching is if you ask people what worked this week, what was a successful loan process, you know, how did you help a member, blah, blah, blah. When you do that and you have the employees talking about it, it's remarkable to see, it's remarkable to see what the results are because they're talking to their peers. Because let's face it, uh, in the business world, when, when a manager was talking up front, it was kind of like Charlie Brown's teacher, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. And, but if a, but if one of your peers is talking, you kind of pipe up and you kind of like, wow, they're talking. And then, then they say something and, and it involves you and you might think, wow, I've got to share something and mm-hmm. somebody else shares. And all of a sudden the manager's not talking at all. It's the group talking, but it's the manager driving the, right. the process in that direction. And so um, that's why I do it. it, just to see the transformation in people and the organizations and the success they have. Transformation. Exactly. So what transform transformation do you got for us this time? Well, what we're going to talk about today is there's a great book called Appreciative Coaching, A Positive Process for Change, and it's by Sarah Oram, Jacqueline Binkert, and Anne Clancy, and they have, in one of their first chapters, a great questionnaire you can use to start your coaching process. Okay, good. And uh, so they've got 12 questions, and we'll go through a a variety of them here. And And this is for... Is it just necessi- necessarily for a superior and someone that works for them, or is it for any type of coaching session, or what's it set up for the questions? The questions are primarily set up for when you as the manager or the coach are working with an employee, okay. and you want to say, uh, you want to find out more about them, what drives them. As opposed to just going in with a blank slate in right. a meeting. Okay. Right. Because if you've got some background on what drives people, mm-hmm. then you can ask questions that, you know, pull back to that. Excellent. And and so, yeah, we've got a a bunch of them. And so um, one of the questions, I love this, what are the three greatest accomplishments to date that you have? Interesting. Yeah. And because what you want to do with coaching is you want to build on people's strengths. And so often what people do when they're managing, they try to fix people's weaknesses. Mm -hmm. It's a huge waste of time. You're not going to fix people's weaknesses. You know, you might minimize it, or you can have somebody who helps in that. Like one of the things that I'm bad at and my wife can attest to, and you probably know, disorganization. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very organized because uh, my brain just doesn't work that way. But could I get somebody to come in and help me? Absolutely. I do. I hire people from time mm-hmm. to time, come in, help me clean my office, and they get me a sense of direction. Gotcha. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to ever be – I just don't think that way. That's not how I might. And if someone process. was coaching you, it would be almost a waste of time to try to coach you the whole way to be more organized. They right. should leverage your strengths and your accomplishments. Right. My speaking skills, my consulting mm-hmm. skills, my coaching skills, let's perfect that. Gotcha. I can hire somebody to help clean in the office. Mm-hmm. You know, my time is better spent on my strengths, and those are speaking to audiences, 
talking to CEOs, working with CEOs, helping them improve their skill sets, but also working with managers to help them improve their skill sets for their for their employees. And so, you know, so starting with that's a good that's a great question. You right. know, they're the three greatest accomplishments to date. The next question is, what made these accomplishments stand out for you? Which hmm. you get a sense of why this mattered to them. Um, you know, because you can pick a t- just a, a whole host of things in your life that that are important accomplishments. But you know, what are what's the accomplishments to stand out for you? And you get a sense of what that person what makes them tick with that one. Exactly, and that's the key to coaching. If you can find out what p- makes people tick, and move them towards that direction where they want to go, because really, what you want to do is not push someone, is pull them towards the vision of themselves. Mm. And those kind of questions help that help accomplish that. Um, and then the next question is, what have you incorporated into your current actions from your past accomplishments? Which is a great question. You know, what are you doing now because you had some success in the past that has the impact on your current state of being, you know, your today? Well, I think in that question, too, it sounds like there's an underlying how well are you committed to developing yourself, too. It's like... Have you used your past experience to move forward? I love that question. Right. Or, you know, from the other side of it, and you just kind of triggered my brain there with that question is, you know, have you consistently moved in one direction or are you just jumping from job to job to job Mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, just like recently a a manager was interviewing an employee that I was talking to and uh, she talked about, she was, was thinking about hiring this guy. But she asked, why do you want to change jobs? Mm. And he goes, well, I really don't like where I work. Well, (laughs) 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 thanks for playing. Yeah, That's not going to work. And if he would have said, I want to challenge myself more, I want to learn about a new industry, he's saying the same thing. He doesn't, his current job doesn't give him that. Right. At least it shows that he's moving forward. Right. Right. And and, and just, he didn't practice, you know, his his skills to, Uh to interview. Yeah. So he should have done that. Uh, the next one is how, excuse me, how could you use what you've learned from these accomplishments to assist you making future changes? Mm. And so, what are you doing right now that's going to drive you to the future? And and it's better it's a better question than asking you what what do you want to be later on, right? Uh, even though they, they do ask that question in the twelve, but it gives a sense of you know how could you use what you've learned? And that's such a great question because it makes you delve into okay. How am I using it? What mm-hmm. am I doing? What's the process? Because mm-hmm. uh, like in my personal career, one of the first things I did is to become better at speaking and more comfortable in front of audiences. I went to Toastmasters. Right. You know, get up at 5 o'clock in the morning for a 6 o'clock meeting and, you know, go from 6 to 7.30 so we could then go to work and make it to work by 8 o'clock. Uh, no fun, but I did that for a year and a half. And the skill sets that I improved from that were remarkable. And then it helped me move to the speaking career and go full-time into that. So it's it's you've always got to have what's that one thing that you've done that's going to lead to that next thing that where you want it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just think that's a and great how you question. It, yeah, exactly. Fifth who are yeah, yeah the fifth question? Who are or have been your major role models? Wow, and that is a great question uh, from the sense of who's inspired you. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jack Canfield in his book. Coaching for Breakthrough Success, he actually uses that question later on to ask people, okay, how would your role model handle this challenge? That's thought-provoking. Absolutely, because now you've got kind of a roadmap for handling it. You know, uh, famous people, if if you're a big fan of Martin Luther King Mm -hmm. or John Kennedy or Harry Truman or whoever you might be that's your person, 
their perseverance, their tenacity, their get after it, all of those things are powerful. So you ask about people's role models, it really gets you a sense of who they are mm-hmm. and what's important to them. And I just, I just love that question. question. It is a great question. And then the sixth question here is, what attributes of these role models do you admire and most appreciate? Hmm. So, you know, what are their key skill sets right. that you say? Uh, because then that gives them a sense of, you know, what are you working on to, you know, mirror match and model their success? And I just think that's just an absolutely terrific question to ask. So those are the first six right there. Wow. What, great question. Great thought for provoking prepares you for the coaching session absolutely Mm -hmm. excellent so let's take a quick break and we'll come back with the rest of the questions on coaching for potential with rory roland rory on the power of goals and leadership he says, the best boss I ever had was Ewing Kaufman. And I said, why? And he says, Ewing Kaufman was so good at firing up a group. He gave great presentations. And he could fire us up. And so he had a presentation one day where he had all the sales team. And he said, you know, we've got to go out and beat last year's goals. We've got to really get after it. And he had them all fired up. They could just run through walls for Ewing Kaufman. And they were all fired up. And he says, right now, reach in your pocket and get your business card out. And he says, in that business card, what I want you to do is I want you to write down on that business card how much you're going to beat your quota buy. So he said they were so fired up. People just wrote incredible numbers. And they all started to walk out. But Ewing Kaufman beat him to the back door. And while he was there, he held his hand out. Give me that card. Exactly right. Give me that card. He collected all the cards. What do you think he did? Every month, he monitored their sales. I said, what was the result? He said, the results were pretty simple. He challenged me to be the best I'd ever been in my entire life. I had the most sales that year I'd ever had. And for the company, we had the most sales ever. See the power of leadership? For more information on booking Rory for speaking or coaching, please visit RoryRoland.com. Welcome back to Coaching for Potential with Rory Roland. We're talking about the questions to use before a coaching session to help people I guess the questions are good for the coach and the coachee, right? To start thinking about how to make that time more productive. Yeah, and, and also to delve into what kind of makes them tick. Because if mm-hmm. you're a great coach, you'll dive down to, you know, make that what makes that heart pump. So you, you've, given a, you've given us six. Hit number yeah. seven. Here's number seven. What are the five most positive things in your life? Mm. And anybody can list anything. Children, spouse, you know, I'm employed. Uh, I think one would be a great one be is to suck up is to say, you're my boss. <laughs> right, right. We recommend that. That's good. <laughs> I think that would be the best the right. best one, you know. I'm just, I'm so thrilled I've got you as a boss. Um, and you, 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 we joke about that, but there, would you, what would you say is the percentage of bosses that actually even do a coaching session? Oh. Uh, Let alone if it's effective or not. Well, there, I'm, that brings me to two thoughts. One is do they do a coaching session and how many people rank their bosses either are good or effective. Mm-hmm. And I've got some statistics on both of those. I think less than 20% of coaches actually know the coaching model. Okay. And probably half of them that know it, which is about 20%, actually use it. So I would say probably 10% of managers are actually uh, use the coaching model. I'm also have come to the conclusion, the longer I study this skill set, that in, in my opinion, you cannot be an effective manager until you're an effective coach. Mm. 
because if you just do the shoulda, woulda, coulda coaching or the shoulda, woulda, coulda mm-hmm. coaching model, you ought to do this, you ought to do that. You just tell people you never, you never allow them to learn. Uh, it's amazing what your people learn when you listen. So the, f- the fact that they're even asking these questions, maybe that is one of the positive things about Absolutely. their job. Yeah, they just, you, you ask the questions. And it's remarkable when you ask questions of employees, how it makes them think, how it processes. And just the human mind is, is created in such a way that when you, you've had a, you know, the aha moment. Right. And, and it's almost like this euphoric feeling for a moment, isn't it? Mm. And, yes. what, and what happens is, neurologically, you actually have the synapses that make the connection that you not only, you, you, you say, I get it, okay? But what's happened now is you've got brain connections. You've got brain connections that have never been there before that literally connect. They make that spark. You get that aha moment. And now that, that idea, you know, will ne- your brain will never shrink back to the old shape. That's and excellent. Yeah, so it's just such a great, it's a great, uh, great point. Uh, so you know, what are the the five most positive things in your life? And then, uh, who are the key supportive people? Well, I, and I didn't go back to the two points. I had the right, two points. Yeah, I, I derailed you there. Sorry. That that's okay. The two points are, you know, who, uh, how many, what percentage of people coach, and mm-hmm. then, you know, how many people rank their manager as a good manager. I would say probably 10% of managers actually coach. Right. Um, and probably in your experience, you know, you've worked for a number of folks. You know, what you, what do you think from your just personal experience? Just, I'd say that's about right, you about know, 10%. Yeah. I mean, most managers that you probably worked with never knew this skill or used this skill. They would, they would do a performance appraisal right. as scheduled per HR department and mm-hmm. all that stuff, mm-hmm. but real coaching is uh, very limited. Right, and, and the performance appraisal process, if you're coaching effectively, is just redundant of all the things you've right. talked about. That's right. You know, if you're, if you're coach, but see, the thing is, people don't have those uncomfortable conversations since it's, it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But if you ask these questions from a coaching perspective as saying, you know, uh, I noticed in the last 10 days, you were late five out of the 10. Help me understand. Mm-hmm. You know, don't say why. Just say, okay, five out of 10 days, you were late. Well, they go, well, you know, other people come in late too. I recognize that. We're working on changing that. And I'm having the conversation with you as well as others mm-hmm. about that because they will derail you. Absolutely. They'll, they'll go yeah. off the track. So then, you know, ask them that question. But the second thing, so, and, and, and that's where coaching allows you to have those convers- this difficult, difficult conversations. Then the other thing in my research when I did my best boss, I found probably one out of three people considered it had in their entire lifetime had one person they considered that was a great boss. Most people, two out of two, two out of three, sixty-six percent of people have never had a boss they thought was worthy of, of being That's the best or greatness. Yeah, so you know the managerial skills out there are just so inherently bad mm-hmm. that it, it just like yesterday. Uh, I was actually speaking in Vegas and I was flying back, and so I was walking uh, back to the hotel uh, after getting something to eat. And as I'm walking back, a manager actually was yelling at an employee, says, "You're an idiot. You gave you know." Oh no! And and I just almost wanted to stop, intervene, and say, "Okay." Let's rethink that. How right. could we use that question to get them to rethink their process? Right. Um, but I didn't think at that point they really wanted me to do the coaching skills, so we didn't. But uh, well, maybe they're listening to the podcast. I hope I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope they are. I hope they are. So uh, that's the great one. So um, you know, what are the the five most positive things in your life? Is a, a great question. The next question was on our schedule: is who are the key supportive people in your life? And what do they what do they do provide for you, or what do they do for you? And I think that's a, that's a, a great example of that. The supportive people, people that you know help you get to where you want to go. 
you know, when you're down, fire you up, charge you up. Who do you turn to? Exactly. Who do you turn when you need to? Um, list five adjectives to describe you at your best. And I think that, uh, you know, who wouldn't we all want to be inspiring uh, mm-hmm. to, as an adjective? But I think that's a great question to ask an employee because it gives them a sense that the opportunity to say, okay, here's five adjectives to describe me. And then you say, okay, give me some background. What, what makes you do that? What's the story behind that adjective? Yeah. Uh, so that's a great uh, discussion point. The next question is, what energizes you? And, and, and I think not only that question is a great question, but also a gr- another great question on the other side of that is, what drains you? Yeah. You know, what, what, what fires you up, what gets you charged up, what, you know, but then what drains you? And I will tell you, cleaning my office drains me. <laughs> that's hard. Right. <laughs> you get me in front of an audience, that energizes, energizes me. You. So I think that's a great question uh, for people is to ask that question. And what would you like to, con- what would you like to contribute to the world? Mm. I think that's a great question. What do you want as your personal legacy? What do you want to leave behind? So what's your contribution to the world? And then the last question is, what are you most wanting to achieve in the next three years? And um, I think that's a, a great question. And I think employees should be honest with their managers. In my best boss book, we had an employee who uh, uh, talked about, uh, the manager asked her that question, what do, you, what do you want to do in the next three years? And she really wanted to have his job, but she could never bring herself to say, I want your job. And he kept pressing, says, no, 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 I need an answer. What do you want to do? Let's have some clarity here. And she finally said, I want your job. And he goes, great. Uh, let's right. let's fire you up. Let's train you. And so for the next 18 months, he trained her to be ready to take his job. Then when promotions came from corporate, they asked managers, do you have somebody ready to take your spot? We need to hire, we need to promote somebody right away, but we don't want to, we want somebody who's going to step in. He goes, I've got this person ready. Because they'd been working on it, right? Bingo. They had been preparing for success prior to the need for it. And that's what you've got to do. You've got to have that preparation of success. Those are excellent. So the 12 questions before coaching. And who, who where did we get this before? Where did you get this from? I got it Again? from the book Appreciative Coaching, A Positive Process for Change by Sarah Orm, Orem, Jacqueline Binkert, and Ann Clancy. And, and if you like, I'll just, I'll just redo all 12 real quick. Yeah, so kind that. of a recap. But the uh, 12 questions were, number one, describe your three greatest accomplishments to date. Number two, what made these accomplishments stand out for you? What have you incorporated into your current actions from your past accomplishments? How could you use what you've learned from these accomplishments to assist you to make future changes? Who are or have been your major role models? I love that question. Mm -hmm. What attributes of these role models do you admire and most appreciate? What are the five most positive things in your life? Who are the key supportive people in your life, and what do they provide for you? How do they how do they give you comfort and charge you up and give you support? List five adjectives that describe you at your best. What energizes you? What would you like to contribute to the world? And what are you most wanting to achieve in the next three years? So I think those are just great, 12 great questions to get the coaching process started. And something that could help them with the coaching process. How can they get a hold of you in the future, people listening to this? Absolutely. They can get a hold of me at RoryRoland.com, and uh, it's got all of my contact information. I'd love to chat with them to uh, see how I could help them become to reach their greater potential. Wonderful. Thanks for joining us for Coaching for Potential with Rory Roland. We'll see you next time, right? Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Coaching for Potential with Rory Roland. Join us next time for another discussion about the power of coaching.
This has been a KCTK production produced by Paul Lavoda and Rory Rowland. For more information and content, visit RoryRowland.com.